to this now never let a crisis go to waste i think it's uh, winston churchill who's credited with that quote 150 billion rand bonanza in part because of the weakness of the rand is the get out of jail card the treasury is going to use to get some breathing space for our battered economy as expected in his budget speech yesterday the finance minister Inokodongwana announced that government is going to dip into profits from foreign reserves to try and stay the country's spiraling debt this is money that is going to be used to reduce our borrowing it's essentially a stay of execution, but how long can we hang on before the axe falls? Mike Brown is the NetBank CEO, and he joins us to discuss this and just his general reflections on that speech and the way forward. As always, thank you for your time today. Uh, the tightrope could not have been more delicate. We've got this tough fiscal environment. It's an election year. That meant all sorts of trade-offs. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Good morning, everybody. Um, you know, certainly an incredibly difficult environment to be doing a budget in. Um, both uh, globally, you know, it's, it's a very difficult environment. Domestically, we know that GDP growth is trapped at somewhere around about, you know, half a percent to one and a half percent, largely because of failures in energy and logistics. And that is a very, very difficult budgeting environment for the minister. And I thought he did a decent job. So, so in your eyes, it was a good budget? Yeah, absolutely. In, in, a very, in very difficult circumstances, you know, it, it's a budget that demonstrates an ongoing commitment to what we call fiscal discipline, which is really trying to bring down the country's debt. We have an extraordinary amount of debt. Um, I always quote how much money we have to borrow as South Africa every day just to balance our books. And at the moment, that's just over 2 billion rand a day. Sure. That's an extraordinary amount of money. And, you know, listeners must always remember that the only people who can pay that money back are taxpayers. It's you and I. There's still, though, some positive news in the sense that uh, there's now a lot of space for the private sector to work with government. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I think that our budgets will remain extraordinarily difficult while GDP growth is trapped in the, let's call it, 1% zone, if you allow me some rounding. And we know that it is there because of the problems in energy and logistics. And the only way practically that those problems can be solved on the energy front is through private sector generation. And on the logistics front is through partnering with um, existing government, private sector, public sector logistics players to materially improve logistics outcomes, which means, for example, that our mining companies will be able to export their products. And, and make more profits. One of the biggest negatives in this budget, uh, for people who went into the detail, was the huge fall in mining taxes, largely because of energy and logistics. Because even though we can be now certain the commodities boom is over, we could have still gained a lot more had uh, the energy and logistics crises been solved. The other issue, of course, is uh, the state-owned enterprises and the bailouts. He's resisting pressure uh, for more. He says he was under pressure from Transnet's creditors to give to uh, the Rayland uh, Port Company, but he refused. Yeah, um, you know, we host a dinner with the finance minister every um, budget speech after the, after the budget, and that was, that was last night. And, and during his speech at dinner, he said that, um, I think since 2008, we've spent 500 billion rand bailing out SOEs. Um, and it's absolutely an extraordinary amount of money 
And if you look at them, they're not working either. Um, so, you know, that money clearly hasn't been beneficial in delivering better outcomes for taxpayers and the public. We get to keep our medical aids for now. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you would have heard business quite simply say that national health insurance is unconstitutional, unaffordable, and unimplementable. That does not mean that business doesn't want to improve healthcare for all South Africans. But as currently constructed, it will simply not produce that outcome. So really what you saw in this budget was that NHI, as currently constructed, is not funded. So it, it is unfunded and unimplementable. There's a little bit of money set aside to try and you know, do some research and improve some things. But NHI, as it's currently written, is not funded in this budget. So much talk has been about the Golden Foreign Exchange Contingency Reserve account. I think it was Hillary Joffe who said, is this selling the family silver? It is in some ways. Um, if you allow me a minute or two, you know, just it's, it's really, really complex. But I'm going to bring it down to let's assume that our country was a family. And, and we're a family that's earning 400,000 rand a year, but we're spending 420,000. That's a 5% fiscal deficit in country terms. That 20,000 that we're spending too much every year builds up in an overdraft account. And that overdraft is okay when it's small, but it's getting bigger and bigger. And really, our family also has a pension fund account that has been doing quite well. And we were hoping to keep that for a rainy day or our pensions. But we have the ability to take some of that money and repay our debt. And, and I think that's a sensible thing to do, um, provided that we fix the root problem, which is you cannot spend 420000 when you only earn 400000 I mean, that's a really great analogy, but the trouble is critics are saying, look, it is a good idea for now, but it's only always going to be a temporary measure. We may not be so lucky again if we don't turn things around. And one of the things that people have pointed out was that he seemed to forecast positive growth without much indication as to how we were going to get there. Well, I think that it's absolutely correct. It is a, a one-off benefit, and, and it's been treated like that in the budget. Um, it is absolutely not recurring. What's absolutely vital is that going forward, we bring down debt, and the only way to bring down debt is to run what's called a primary surplus. So before interest costs, you need to at least earn more than you spend. And this budget does produce a primary surplus over the next three years. So you would definitely give him uh, a tick for, for that. Let's go back to your family. Last question. Should taxpayers be worried about bracket creep? I mean, yes, personal income taxes went untouched, but they were also not adjusted for inflation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, bracket creep is a sort of sneaky way of increasing tax. And, and the biggest increase in tax here, year on year, is in personal taxes. And it's all through bracket creep. Um, it's a very subtle way of delivering that. Basically, as South Africa, we should be incredibly worried for so long as our economy only grows at 1%. You know, if we have an economy that's growing at 3 or 4%, which is entirely possible, if we fix energy and logistics, our budgets would look so much better and we wouldn't have things like bracket creep eating into South Africans' uh, back pockets to fund this budget. Take it from one who knows. Mike Brown is the NetBank CEO. Appreciate your time this morning.